When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so I'm assuming this is another one of the top 500 pop songs of all time, as determined yes. by hey. Billboard magazine. Hmm? Call me maybe Carly Ray something or other. Carly, Carly Ray Jepsen, Carly good Ray job. Carly Jepsen, there you go. I'm Gosh good. dang it. Casey Kasem, Rick Dees. Trev, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it wrong to admit this? I still like this song. Sure. Gosh dang it, Look, man. Top 500 of all time, Slee? It's got to be a pretty good song to make that. It absolutely catchy. is. catchy. It absolutely so, DeMarco Farr, the Super Bowl champion, joining us as well. DeMarco, are you a Call Me Maybe fan? No. Come on, please. <laughs> it's very wrong. DeMarco, Unless listen, you're man. you're Terry Crews, it's no, very wrong. No, listen, listen. I like <laughs> yeah. to open up in the show. This is my time to open up with you. Maybe when I pulled in driving around San Diego today, maybe I had this song on. Look, mm. don't open all the way up. Just a little bit. <laughs> Be careful what you show. Some of that stuff keep hitting. <laughs> All right, so Demarco, we've been playing throughout the day. I've been playing songs coming in of the of that have been on this top five hundred, and I'm going to set an over under, and then you're going to try to guess whether it's closer to one or closer to five hundred than the number I give you. Okay. All right, so okay. the number for "Call Me Maybe" by Colorado Jepsen is going to be forty. Do you think it's closer to one or closer to five hundred than forty? Uh, closer to one, definitely. Okay. Super uh, popular wow. song. Yeah. Travis? I'm going to go the other way. I think it's over. Okay. Uh, um, Alan? DeMarco, I'm with you. I think Emily's trying to play some mind games with us here. I'm going to go <laughs> closer to one. Okay. Jorge? No, uh, it's over. I'm with Travis. It is number eight. Wow. It is number eight Super. all That's time. That's what I'm talking Hosa. about. Yeah. I, it's it's very catchy. It's also pure <laughs> pop. It's pure pop and the yeah, dance, the way it sticks in your head, and the way people like it. Damn. I'm coming back to yes. your side, Emily, where this this uh, list is a complete fugazi. If that's number <laughs> eight, then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not feeling it. So, DeMarco, tell me, how worried should I be about the fact that T.J. Watt's coming to town and our running back will have very little experience in pass protection? Oh, in that regard, very, 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 very. Be very afraid. Uh, T.J. Watt um, is coming to town, and he's tough, man. He is really, really good. He's like the second coming of Kevin Green. Uh, he can beat you one-on-one, -on -one, but he's also crafty. He's just so smart about dissecting and destroying blocking schemes and getting in on your quarterback and just ruining stuff for you. That's, that's why he's the sack leader. So be very afraid. And running backs, too. Uh, I've heard that job number one for whoever fills in for, for Kyron Williams uh, it, it, it's, they want you to carry the football. They want you to be a, a good running back. But pass protection and protecting Matthew Stafford is paramount for any back that takes the field. So, yeah, be very, very afraid for Sunday. DeMarco, is this exactly where the Rams need to be, that they're 3-3 three and three through six games? Um, I don't know how you've looked at the first six games, but just the expectations that were coming in. Obviously had some really difficult matchups with the Niners, with the Eagles, just to name a couple. I mean, at Seattle, that, that certainly was a little bit of a surprise. Are they where they need to be as you look at the rest of the schedule, the rest of the year, and knowing that if the goal is just make the playoffs, do you like the position that they're in? Yeah, I think you, it sets up pretty good the next four or five weeks. I mean, you still have to go to Dallas. They're coming off a bye. I mean, 
Thank you, NFL schedulers. So you got uh, Pittsburgh coming off a of bye and then Dallas coming off a of bye. So that's that's going to be tough. But it sets up nice. I think you should be right now four and two. I think you should have got that one in Cincinnati, but you didn't get it. You can get some get right uh, from the from the AFC North if you beat Pittsburgh. But yeah, I think for what we set out or what they set out to do. Uh, from training camp on, you needed Matthew Stafford to be at his best. I think we've seen that. You needed Aaron Donald to kind of taste the defense until these young guys start to come around. I think we're starting to see that. Byron Young is starting to become a force uh, as an edge rusher. And Steve Avila, I mean, that's a rookie playing left guard. Uh, your left guard is just as important as your left tackle in the National Football League, especially for a, a right-handed quarterback. And he has played like gangbusters. So, And they're running the ball well. Uh, not just Kyron Williams. The offensive line is doing a great job of opening up some holes. You saw that versus Arizona. So as long as that continues versus Pittsburgh and you come out of this with a win, I'd say you, you set up nicely for, for the midseason run to see if you can get into that wild card, maybe uh, you know second place in the division type run. Super Bowl champ DeMarco Farr joining us here on Travis Lee. And DeMarco, I, like you just said, they had such success running the ball last week against Arizona. Kyron Williams, 150-plus yards, and he was terrific. Obviously, he's not going to be there. And, and we've seen it before where the Rams commit to the running game and very successful, and then you turn around, and maybe the next week they're, they're right back to passing the ball a whole bunch. Is that what we're going to see this week? And not just because, you know, Sean McVay might be predisposed to want to pass it more than run it, but you don't have a running back that you have a real good idea of what you're going to get from him. You do have three very talented wide receivers. Are we going to see one of these games where Matthew Stafford puts it up, you know, 40-plus times? Oh, you know, you might. Even with a good run game, you still might see that out of uh, Matt Stafford and Sean McVay. But they're going to try to run the football. I mean, you're going to have to. Pittsburgh can rush the passer. They live off takeaways. They live off pressure. on the. They can't stop the run. They're not very good there. So the only thing Pittsburgh is living off of is, is pressure on the quarterback and takeaways. So they can get after you. They can, just like Cincinnati, they can ruin your afternoon with pass rush. So you're going to have to run to keep them off balance. So Zach Evans is the guy they really like. He's really green. Uh, they're going to bring him along as well as they can, but it's either going to be him, Daryl Henderson, uh, 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 Royce Freeman's going to get some carries in there. It's going to be by committee, but you're going to have to run the football to keep those guys off of Matthew Stafford. But look, in a pinch, uh, my game plan of I'm Sean McVay is always trust Matthew Stafford, always trust number nine to get the ball out. So Puka Nakua um, missed one in SoFi. I'm sure he's looking for some get back, and Cooper Cup is rounding in the form. So at some point, you're going to see a lot of passes out of the Rams on Sunday. DeMarco, really quickly, do you think that maybe Daryl Henderson has an inside track just because he's familiar with the system? And can you be gone for the, you know roughly a year and come back and, and not miss a beat? I think you can. This is a different NFL. I mean, you're not practicing in pads anymore. And look, he knows what, what the system is, and he knows what his job is going to be. Run the football and in pass protection, make sure number nine doesn't get hit. So that's a guy they trust. That's why they went out and got him. So I would assume at some point he's going to carry a major load in this game on Sunday. DeMarco, what, what, what are the, as you look at the NFC, the tiers, and we know that, okay, let's say San Francisco, Philadelphia, leave them. They're in a class of their own. After that, what, where are the Rams in the NFC? Are, are there – are, are, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to call it that next year. But you just feel like you have a lot of average teams that can all fight for a playoff spot. Maybe put the Lions uh, in their own tier, right below Philly and right before, right below San Francisco. But where are the 
Where are the Rams compared to some of those other teams that are out there and looking at the Cowboys, looking at the Packers, looking at some other teams? You know, I think you're right. I, I would put Detroit in that same category, right under San Francisco or Philadelphia. I think Detroit, you know, has enough, has what it takes to be a contender come December. Uh, but after that, I think it's a jumble. You know, does anybody believe in Tampa? Uh, I don't. They already have no. their bye week. You got Baker Mayfield at quarterback. You know, that's an adventure there. So even though they might win that division, that's going to be a weird one there. But Dallas is hard to figure. Seattle is hard to figure. I would put the Rams right there. Uh, I would put them ahead of the commanders. Uh, I think the roster's just better. The quarterback is better. I mean, Atlanta, eh. New Orleans, you saw last night. So I think if you can get past Pittsburgh and you can keep pace with the rest of the conference, you set yourself up nicely, you know, come playoff time if you're the Rams. But, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen at the top. Uh, if McCaffrey misses time in, in San Francisco, things can come back to earth. You saw what happened versus Cleveland. So, And Philadelphia is kind of – they hit the skids every now and then. So nothing is set in stone, but I would say those three are at the top, and then there's, there's a group of three right after that that the Rams are in, but you have to keep pace. DeMarco Farr joining us here on Travis Lee. DeMarco, I, you mentioned the Saints, and it made me think of something I saw last night. And I get football is the ultimate team sport, that it's 11 guys need to play well to win a game, and, and mistakes happen. It's not one play, this, that, and the other. What's it like when you have a teammate who makes such an obvious error, Foster Moreau dropping that touchdown pass last night that would have probably tied the game, and you don't end up winning, that the next play is incomplete, the game ends. What's it like when you have somebody on your team that makes a mistake like that? It's, it's, it's rough. I mean, look, it's a team game, and they're going to remind you of that. We win and lose as a team. Same thing with a, with a place kicker. If he misses a field goal and you lose, uh, you can say it's that guy's fault, but Every coach, every player, every teammate's going to say we win and lose as a team. But when that does happen, you say what we all say: better you than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That because I, I I'm watching that, and and the the thing that sucks about that guy is he's got such a great like personal story. You know, been diagnosed with uh, Hodgkin's disease. He comes back. He's cancer free. Everybody's excited. He makes the team, and then. Just a perfect throw right in his hands, and he just misses it. It's just gut-wrenching. Travis, I had one where uh, Gus Barat, who's a friend of mine, and we were playing in St. Louis in, like, 95, 96, and he got me to jump offside to lose the game. Yeah, we had one more play to get the ball back. And, I I mean, I was, like, four yards offside behind him. (laughs) (laughs) I even knew. (laughs) I just kept walking to to the tunnel. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's me. It's me. <laughs> Better you than me. <laughs> um, DeMarco Farr taking some time to join us here, Travis and Sliwa Show. DeMarco, I'm going to jump to college here real quick. Last week we were talking, and this was before the Washington-Oregon game. So Washington handled business. Um, however it was handled, they, they got through. We spent a little time earlier talking about really all week, Lincoln Riley, USC, and their situation. Um I know you're watching a lot of football, and I'm sure you're watching a lot of college football, paying attention to the Pac-12. What, what's your thoughts on where SC is right now? And here they they got the tougher part of their schedule started last Saturday, and they lost by 28 against Notre Dame. Um, they still got Utah. They still got Washington. They still got Oregon. How do you think? Where, where do you think USC when the dust settles? How many losses do you think they have this year? Man, that's. Hard to say uh, because of Caleb Williams. And I think they're a team that can just about turn it on versus anybody. But, you know, defensively, when you're struggling to, to stop people and keep them out of the end zone, that just puts a lot of heat on you. 
that puts a lot of heat on any offense, any quarterback, any offensive coordinator. So, you know, hard to figure, man. I mean, like I said, I think you have arguably the best player in college football right now. Um, but I'm not sure if that's going to be enough. So I don't think they beat Washington. Uh, I think that's fair to say, and that's just not me being a, a dog homer. I just Even here in L.A., DeMarco? Them. Even the, the games at the Coliseum? I don't see them beating Washington. That, that, that's, Washington is playing above their heads right now. They got over one of the biggest rivals, and, and the confidence is sky high. And for SC, it's the exact opposite. There's some doubt there. So uh, it's going to be rough to finish the year for USC, really. Uh, if it is to be, it's going to be up to Caleb Williams. Um, I don't know how much you can improve upon your stock right now, but if you can pull SC out of this funk, Ben, uh, it, you'll be far and away the best player in college football. He is a Super Bowl champion. He will be on the call with J.B. Long coming up on Sunday. SoFi Stadium against the Steelers. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks, Marco. You got it, guys. And don't be a Collier Jepson hater. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, that, that song's way too high. Like, I, I my head kind of, okay, you know, I, I get it. I, I heard it. I didn't hate it, but that can't, what did you say was eight? It's the eight. only song from the 2010s on that's in the top 10. So it's, it's wow. representing everything in the last 13 For, years. Th- yeah, that's, I don't know. I feel like we could do better than that. Emily is going to go scorched earth on why Billboard sucks next. Yes. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So this is her top-ranked, from that article, pop song of all time for Taylor Swift from Billboard. So Billboard had released an article doing their top 500 pop songs of all time. Only one Taylor Swift song landed in the top 100, which is fine, which is fine. But that this is the one you choose, even okay, okay. So they did a, they did an article. First off, it's of, not fine. We could tell it's not fine. Of their own top 50 Taylor Swift songs, and this was not their top one. It's the same organization that wrote the same one, probably a different art, um, author, but who cares? But they had uh, this song as number three on that, That's behind true. "Shake It Off" and "Antihero." Honestly. If I was going to pick it, my personal favorite pop song of hers is probably um, uh, either Blank Space or Style. Okay. But they have, uh, Shake It Off would have been a fine answer because I think that's her most co- commercially successful song. It has peaked the most. And it says, hate is going to hate, hate, hate that song. I, I, I know that one. Ugh. Can I tell you something? Sure. And please let me live if this is bothersome to you. Okay. If you asked me, this is the one I would have picked. And, That's okay. And, 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 and here's why. And maybe that is, is why it works. That, that when 
Kelly was listening to Taylor Swift in heavy rotation. This is the one that I heard the most. So mm-hmm. this is the one that when I think of her, this is the one that I think of. Yes, and uh, this was her. This Sleeve launched her into stardom. That this was is very. <laughs> Very well put there. Is your setup was good. I thought your delivery, your pace, yeah, I thought I just, was I just, good. I was, the way you yeah. used your hand movements were appropriate. And like the lore around this song is interesting too because this is this video that's playing right now on our computer what we're playing it off of. This is the video that Kanye went up on stage to say that she didn't deserve this award because Beyonce deserved it for single ladies and made her famous as oh, he likes to say. Killed it. Um, but I love single ladies. What makes me I mean, it's a great song. I Yes, but like what makes me even more upset is that number 38, four spots ahead of it, is this oh, yeah, from no, Katy I, Perry. I agree with this. What? It's Katy Perry. Okay, because you Katie like a brunette, Perry. okay? You like a pretty brunette, and that's <laughs> it's, why it's higher. Right. <laughs> and you left one he has part his out reasons. of that. Yeah. She's from Santa Barbara. Oh, wow. Let's go. Santa Barbara, Katy Perry, we're done here. If Katy Perry's not number one, we're doing it wrong. <laughs> Well, she's not number one. We'll reveal number one in the next segment um, because I think we'll all agree that this is a, that deserves number one. But that Taylor Swift is behind Katy Perry and all time. Right. Again, the people have spoken. That's all I heard during the breaks, guys. Leading uh, up to this, the, Katy Perry. Yes, Katy Perry. Uh, what are we gonna do next? Put I Olivia would, Rodrigo ahead of her. I, I would put. I like her too. I, yeah. Another brunette. Okay. Yeah, surprise, do, surprise. I, I'm just saying that Olivia Rodrigo is a very talented young woman as well. Yes. Um, Katy Perry is pretty much awesome. There's not too many things about her I don't like. And she had a flop era. She has not been the same since like the mid-2010s. Is that and true? Yes. Okay. She has know. not had commercial success <laughs> in a while. Uh, and, you know, who's still here? When did she do the Super Bowl? That's not she, 10 it, years ago, was it? It's a long time was ago. It? Yeah. Was I'll, it? Yeah. Was it 10 years up. ago? Yeah. Um, what? I, you know this stuff better than I do, clearly. Yeah, it seems... It seems um, I would have said like... Um, Three weeks ago, but you know that. Um, so also, bad blood is about her and Katy Perry because Katy Perry oh, they stole, hate each other's guts. Yeah, so Katy oh, Perry stole yes. one of Taylor Swift's <laughs> stole is okay. She, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, one of Taylor Swift's backup singers went to Katy Perry. Katy Perry's tour because Katy Perry poached that backup singer, and Did so then Taylor got more? really mad. I don't know the details that if she paid her more or is not, but I don't think that would be the truth because Taylor Swift would pay a lot to keep her backup dancers. That's called a promotion in my world. Yeah, a promotion I mean, I, from Taylor I, Swift to Katy Perry? I'm just saying, no, no. I'm saying money. I'm just saying if if, if over she here pays me X and you're paying me X plus 15%, uh, bye. I don't know yeah. if that's necessarily what I, I, happened. I don't though. either, but that's why it might have, right? Uh, we don't know it happened either, but we like that narrative better. Okay, so it's 2015, so it's eight years ago. Or okay. Is that how long? Eight years? Seven years? Uh, but yeah, Something 2015 like was when uh, Katy Perry hosted the Super Bowl. So that's a long time Sharks. ago in pop star years. That was the left left shark, left or shark right left shark, shark, or what? What was left shark's problem? I always, was they he, weren't coordinating. They, oh. was yeah, and they also just looked silly and fun. Yeah. And and Katy Perry now has a residency in Vegas, and that's yeah. what people will go and see. Oh, yeah. Have you gone to see her? <laughs> of course not. I haven't gone to see anybody. But uh. if if you said to me, Hey, Trav, I got free tickets to Katy Perry at Resort World Las Vegas. I said that sounds great. I'm not going, but I would at least entertain it for half a second. I'm just. <laughs> saying if they did this list again if you want to do taylor swift's most pure pop pop song it should either be cruel summer or it should be um style okay cruel guys summer by bananarama no oh. <laughs> yes that's the one are you kidding me i don't know i don't know the cruel summer by it's so taylor good swift. it's what she, i think it's not what she opens up the tour with but it's her second song she plays 
Yeah, this one. That's not the one I'm cool. talking about. Yeah, By the, the way, this is about. this is a jam right here. Right, I'm, Slee? When I, wherever <laughs> I'm driving after this, this song's coming on 100%. Any, so you guys- Badass song. This is my age showing. Does this uh, what movie is it? It's, it's yes, either a movie- There you go. That's yeah, okay. it. That's it. Look, give me a second here. What movie is this? Oh my gosh, this song, think by the arcade, way, is so good. Think miniature golf, think alley with an eye. Is it Karate Kid? It sure is. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It sure is. Well, Even better. <laughs> hey, and also, better. Jonathan Watson saying, oh, who didn't know Emily was going to go on a rant today about Taylor Swift? Okay, I haven't done it in weeks. Okay, guys, I had to let yeah, it out Watson, somehow. It's like, a, it's like a pressure cooker, right? You got to let the steam out every once a in a while. A little bit. Okay, come on, Watson. So... What's Bible study? Watson, come on. <laughs> That's it. Thank you for listening, Jonathan. But yeah, you're wrong. We, we get the number one next? Yes, we will reveal the number one after hot and cold in the next segment. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Slee, you were in Palm Springs last night. Palm Desert, yep. excuse me, for uh, Lakers Suns final preseason tune-up and. I thought it was interesting that your your general takeaway had not a ton to do with the individual game, but rather the hey, we're getting ready for year twenty one with LeBron James here, and are we are we sure that he's going to be LeBron James all over again? I don't, by the way, I don't think we could ever be sure when you reach a certain you know point in your in your career, NFL, Major League Baseball, it doesn't matter. I think for anybody, but I don't know why today or at least yesterday it, it hit me. I, I, I can't give you a complete description because year 21 means he had to go through year 20, 19, 18, 17, and it's not like any of those years have shown, wow, this is starting to drop off. Wow, I mean, that's a pretty significant drop. He went from 29 a game to 22. Right. That we, we haven't – that's never happened. You go back to last year as well. That clearly wasn't the case. Go looking at the stats. Um but I, yeah, I think that's something that is maybe not talked enough about. He's when we talk about Braun still doing what he's doing, it's more about appreciating what he's doing. It's more about, wow, I can't believe he's been doing it for this long and he's continuing to make it happen. There, there has to be, and at least for me, no question about it. There's some doubt right now of, look at the minutes, look at the years, look at the age, look at the playoff games. I, I'm. I'm, I guess, starting to feel like that is a concern that you're just going to watch all season long. You hope that he's good. You hope not that. And I'm not even talking about injuries. I'm not talking about injuries at all. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about, in general, the dependency that the Lakers have on LeBron. And every team that LeBron's played for, there's always been this incredible dependency. Even if the Lakers have a lot of role players, even if the Lakers have depth, it's not like Bron can have a significant drop-off and the Lakers are good. It's year 21. He's about to be 39 years old. I'm not sure why it's hitting me more today than it, it, it probably should have over the last couple of years, but it is. Yeah, that that's the part to me, Al, that's – maybe I just was there before you. You know what I mean? Like what, what you're describing – was when they signed him, whatever that was, five or six years ago. Was okay. This will look, be, I think his sixth year. With yeah. The Lakers. So I okay. We got this guy. He's a great player. He's a legend of the game. But how much is left in that tank? And answer was a lot. And then the next answer, the next year was okay, great. But how much is left? In, well, a lot. And the same, the same question has been a lot. And so I kind of stopped asking the question. I understand it's coming eventually, but. I think for LeBron James specifically, much like Tom Brady specifically, they're so singular, they're so unique that I don't know what's going to happen next with them is almost okay 
that if this was a if this were Anthony Davis at this point, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, this is guy. It's an injury history. LeBron really has been so remarkably consistent. We talked about it yesterday. Like it's not so much the high part; it's how high is your floor. Well, LeBron's floor has maybe been higher than anybody's ever, right? He's just so consistently really, really good yeah. with very little fluctuation in that, despite his age, despite the amount of games and minutes he's played, that I've just kind of moved on to until I see it happen. I'm not going to worry about it happening. Yeah, and, and look, this could just also be that you went through expectations last year coming into the year where it was – I don't know what's going to happen. They won 33 games a year before. I don't know how they're going to get out of this Russell Westbrook contract. Um, you know, yes, Bron can still put up the numbers, but and I'm sure LeBron is not trying to just play years just to play years. He obviously wants to compete for a championship. But this year it's, all right, you got the Phoenix Suns who got the their three-headed monster in the squad that they have. You got the Denver Nuggets that just won an NBA championship. I could go down the list of the Western Conference. They got talent everywhere, but there's also expectations on the Lakers of you were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Nobody's hoping that if you had just made the playoffs, it's okay, or if you just got to the second round, it's okay. Maybe it also has to do with that, that the Lakers are also in a spot where they're going to depend on Braun to be LeBron. And at what point does LeBron stop being LeBron? I guess is the question we'll have to keep asking ourselves. 2034, I think, yes. is, a, is a good over-under right there. Hot and Cold is coming up next, plus the number one song on the Billboard Top 500. Cool Summer. It should be Cruel Summer or yeah. Katy Perry. Both of those work for me. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. By the way, this song should be higher ranked than uh, Teenage Dream, personally to me, but who knows. I agree. I think Hot and Cold is better to me. But, I agree. Eh. Anyway. As long that- as she's on the list <laughs> and doing well. That's yes, all I really Mrs. care Perry. about. All right. So, uh, yes, Rice's uh, Candy Guy. So, Rice University has a guy on the sidelines that looked, appeared from the game to have a bag of gummy candy that he was okay. handing out to people okay. on the sidelines. So, do you think that we should have a candy guy in the studio? I'll go, Trav. I'm, I'm going to say no on this. I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm going to use Halloween as a perfect example. I don't know how you feel from, let's say, let's take from Monday, this upcoming Monday for the next, like, two weeks. But I eat so much candy that I get to a point where I'm like, I don't want to look or touch that candy that's there. I like getting it when I want it. I don't need it in the studio because I'll just sit there and eat it the whole time. So this is why I like the candy guy, because of what you just said, Slee, that – 
If it was just somebody that came by occasionally and went, hey, here's an yeah, okay. almond joy. Here's a Snickers. Here's like, a gummy worm. Catch. Right. Catch. And then they're gone, and I don't have the bowl that's sitting there because when you guys came over on Saturday, I don't know why Susan felt this was necessary, but she went to the grocery store and bought a bag of Halloween candy and had little bowls of Halloween candy like, kind of scattered throughout the nice. house. It's very nice. The problem is- they all left, and the candy's still there. Yep. So every ten feet, there's another bowl of it's little butterfinger. Yup, I'll take yeah. a little so, Nestle Crunch here. Exactly. Keep going. Yeah, and they're I, mini, so you, they're yeah, not that bad. They're mini. They're mini unless until you, you have, have sixty-four of them. Right. So I, I basically ate four candy bars worth of candy <laughs> yesterday, which is an insane thing to do. If there was a a, a candy guy that just go, hey, Trav, peppermint patty, here you go. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> but if you give me a bag of peppermint patties, I'm going to eat the whole damn thing. Social, here's an idea. Maybe we have our own candy guy. Maybe Graham can come around Graham and give us all the candy, candy, candy guy. Right, yeah, Graham. All right, I got candy for you. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let, uh, let you in a little secret. There's a candy person here. You go to the back side over there, the sales side. Trish? Nope. Tiffany, she's got the Ooh, little bucket there. And she has donuts oh. for us. Oh, Tiffany's a candy person here. So, but that's perfect <laughs> because back. you gotta you gotta get over there. It's not like if it were on Greg's not desk, in front that of would us, be between you and me in the studio. Yeah, no look, perfect I time could. to get it when you come back from the restroom. You go through the backside. Uh, yeah, oh, you take one. Let's roll. Thanks, Tiffany. Man's a problem solver. <laughs> All right, so here's who is cold. And now time for who's cold: the University of Tulsa and world records. All right, so Tulsa. Uh, hosted, they had their game, and before the game, as a kind of a tailgate activity, they were hosting the world's largest beer tasting event. Okay, so they were trying Tell to, more. <laughs> they were trying to break. I believe it was like somewhere in France that it said before. France, yeah, I think it's a European country uh, that it yeah, said but it like before. Wine, like Germany, France. sure, yeah, yeah. Germany, Slee, <laughs> yeah. Austria, so there's somewhere in Bavaria where yeah, they drink a lot of beer. Mexico, yeah. sure. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, Laguna Niguel on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they highlighted it on Sports Center yesterday so you would want to be a part of a guinness book of world records re- record setting event even if it was not this is lame but even if it was lame <laughs> trev sure i my only uh objection to participate it can't be gross like i don't want to be a part of something gross like when i do the high five thing sure you know the, i just had to hand, put my hand out and then uh, our dina students high five me 100 percent would be in that, like hey let's all eat the world's largest sandwich that's disgusting i don't want to share my sandwich with you i want my <laughs> own sandwich so no it needs to be a, a non-gross record i'm in on Al? yeah and it also has to be limited work I don't want it to be, hey, if we all dress up in this, I, I want to say this was literally, I had a, remember uh, Jorge when I was bringing in some of those random Guinness World Records, right. one of them was, I think it was like the most people that dressed up in a NASA costume, yeah, I don't want to do that, that's a lot of work, That's I feel like that's, if the high five, I'm in, you know, make it simple, um, drink a beer, I'm in, but I just don't want to. I don't want to put in too much work, too much work into it. Em, do you have like any context of how big of an event this was? Like how many people were participating? I will look it up. Okay, because like I feel like just Del Playa on a Thursday night at Isla it's Vista close. has as but many people no drinking Guinness beer. But there's no Book of World Records guy there, I, I, so then you can't get broken. I, I get it. I feel like we could we could set the bar a lot higher than T- Tulsa does not. I'm sure there's a lot of beer drinkers, but we could find something else. Who's Hot, Who's Cold is brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC, heat, and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. 
So this is not the number one song, right? Hot, hot and cold. It is not the number one song, but we throughout the show today we've been revealing some of the um, songs of the top five hundred pop songs uh, in the list from the Billboard because they rank stuff all the time, so they know what they're talking about. So the number one list on this list is Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. I'm good. Yeah. No problem. Whitney has a couple on this list. She yeah. has obviously "I Will Always Love You." Yeah, um, that's on this list. But she's she's made it on here a couple times. But this is her number one and number one overall. I don't have a huge objection to this. Yeah, this, I don't either. This, yeah, this feels like everybody yeah. knows this song. Good, right? Whether Everyone's you're if you're happy. somewhere between ten and eighty, you've heard this song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this yeah. works for me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna reveal the top ten too. Um, so. If it lets me, because we've having a lot of ads on this page. Uh, so number two is "Dancing Queen" by ABBA. Okay, I'm a big ABBA fan, so I like ABBA. Uh, big big fan of that. Um, and I will Dancing reveal more in a second. Queen. Is Fernando number three by ABBA? <laughs> because <laughs> it should be. Number three is not. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so number three is "Temptations," my girl. Okay. Uh, number four is "Backstreet Boys." I want it that way. I don't hate that either. Number five is Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. I think also wow. the just because her vocals are yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah she's song. she's good. No one else can sing that song, really. Is there no, where, how far are we in this list, Em? That's that was five. top five. No Michael Jackson in the top in five. Top, wow. Nope. Okay. Number six is Madonna, Like a Prayer. Number seven, okay. Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Okay. So that's, her, uh, that's his highest. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Car- uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Number nine, California Love, Tupac and Dre. That's a great one. And number 10, Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand. So this is the top 10. So top 10 again is I Want to Hold Your Hand, California Love, Call, Call Me Maybe, Billy <laughs> Jean, Like you know, a Prayer, Seems to Be Gone, and I want, well, I want It That Way. All these lists are, it's so easy to have somebody argue and disagree with it, and you could do that for hours. You could say, how's that one? How's that four? How's that 10? How's this person not in the top? All that stuff. But I, it's impossible to please everyone on a list like that. But I like the 10. The only I'm okay about, with it. The only thing about that list is that number eight spot. Yeah. That one doesn't quite, quite feel frankly, right? I agree with you. Yes. Like those others. Honestly, Taylor Swift would make more sense than top 10 of the, of okay, the 10. Right. Emily, okay. take off your headphones. Uh, okay. No. Take off your. Yeah. I agree <laughs> with you. Yes. I agree with you. Because if you're going to have one song, it needs the to be from an iconic artist. Right. Yeah. It it can't be a I, I'm not I don't even know if Carly Rae Jepsen is a one hit wonder but she's it feels like she yes. is one to me yeah like even not trolling you it's okay even Katy Perry in that spot would make more sense yeah mm-hmm. she yeah. has more breadth of talent she represented a specific time of of the 2010s now, yeah if you're gonna have one artist represent the 2010s it might be Katy Perry but to have the likes of Whitney Michael. The Beatles, Madonna, right. um, all up against yep, you. Right. Uh, I think it's it, it is one that stands out a bit. What about Rebecca Black and it's Friday, Friday? I'm getting in the car and eating breakfast and going to school Friday. Hey, I yeah, I don't know where that is. I don't think it's on the list, but she Should does. Be. So Rebecca Black it had a moment. Yeah, that was beautiful, bro. <laughs> Rebecca Black is touring currently. She has she has new music. She she does all that stuff, but she um she does a remix of it and. And it's great. Yeah, like would great because it's not or it's no, legitimately great because good. she's embracing it and okay. she understands that she was a kid then and then she kind of I'll send you a video and see if you like it. Okay. Yeah. I because it's 
obviously not good, but it it's campy. It is, and yeah. it's, and the other thing, it's catchy. <laughs> Go down and eat some cereal. Wake up and comb my hair. It was like it's just which she just, seat should I take? <laughs> it was her reciting the order of operations of her day. Wake up, comb my hair, eat cereal, go to school. Where do I sit? Come home, do homework. It's Friday, Friday. That's the song. And the video, she's in a convertible. Yes. Telling you exactly yeah. what it's going to go down. Yes. Come on. Um, it's like in the office. So there's a there's a line in the office when uh, James Bader's asking Ellie Kemper, oh, hey, like, how was your day? She said, first, I, well, I woke up. And he's like, never start with when you woke up. That's how everyone starts their day. She's like, okay. Suddenly, I was awake. <laughs> the dump is coming up next. It's Gavin Slee, 710 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So I, I don't know what this means at all, but I, it's yep. it's interesting to me. Chris Paul, newest member of the uh, Golden State Warriors, told Warriors general manager Mike Dunleavy that Golden State will win the in-season tournament, the new in-season tournament that will have the finals in Las Vegas in December, I want to say. Is that right? Um, yeah, Vegas will have the semis and the finals. Yep. Right. It, it, so Chris Paul has guaranteed a victory in the tournament that, as far as I can tell, means nothing. Okay. So what does that mean? So I guess it's him and Draymond and Chris Paul told, like you said, the GM that they're going to win it all. So and I, I, listen, I, I don't – Can we even I, use the phrase win it all when it comes to the midseason tournament? No, you can't. <laughs> No, you can't. You're actually 100% right on that. You cannot. Win what? I don't know if they're – honestly, when I first read the quote, I thought to myself, I'm like, is it kind of a joke? Like, I, I I wanted to know more context about it because when we asked – actually, you kept asking the question. You asked a couple Lakers during media day. And nobody and, had an answer. And, and I think Torian Prince was the one that was – kind of gave you this look like – Come what on, the bro. hell do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah like, on, why, why are you even asking the question about the in-season? <laughs> I don't think anybody knows that much about it. I don't think anybody cares. I, I still will stand by this. I don't mind them trying something different. I don't maybe, either. Maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. But Chris Paul should not try to attach himself. <laughs> That's what's so weird about yeah. this. Like, I, I don't mind him trying it. Cool. I don't mind that it's not for anything because it's no skin off my nose, right? Yeah. What does Chris Paul know yeah. that the rest of us don't, yeah. that he's guaranteeing a victory in something that, as far as I can tell, the list of people that give a damn are Adam Silver, and that's the end of the list? I have no <laughs> idea. And out of all players, like if Steph Curry said, you know what, I'm going to freaking try to win the first one. We've never cool. done this before. I don't think any different. If Braun said, guys, I know everybody's questioning what the hell's going on here, but you know what? This will be the first one they do. I want the first in-season tournament cup trophy. I don't know what the hell it is, do right? Do you hang a banner? Do you get, like, instead of a ring, do you get, like, a cuff yeah. link? Like, what do you get if you win this thing? It's not a banner. It's it's on – they're not going to put it next to the other banners. They're going to put it, like, only Section 100 in a specific area outside one of the restrooms – 
there's a flag. Yeah, a, a cardboard a plaque that they wrote with magic marker. It's but a, the CP3 <laughs> part of it, I'm like, of all the players, CP, maybe you don't want to attach yourself to that one. Pretty weird. Yeah. This this will make some of you feel very old. He's got to uh, win something. Torre <laughs> from the top rope. Little Chris Paul shade. I didn't see it coming. Awesome. Love it. Uh, this made me feel old, and if you're anywhere near my age, you might share in this uh, sobering fact. William Zabka, who played the bully in basically every 80s movie, is 58 years old today. So the kid that pushed the other kid down in the hallway, the kid that uh, beat up the karate kid, the, the yep. guy that gave Jason Mellon a hard time and back to school, is 58 years old today, Slee. Yeah, that doesn't add up, buddy. <laughs> that does not add up. Um but by the way, we, we have this all the time that happens. And I know there's some other stuff that we're going to – one of the things that Emily always puts on, like on this day, like aside from birthdays, there's on this day. And every time I read some of those, there there's things that just kind of hit you. That one's going to hit you more than it hit me. Yeah. Like I, well, I, I get of it, the my 58. Era. Right, that's going to hit you more. But when I hear stuff like, hey, on this day – 20 years ago this happened i'm like what i was in high school or whatever take whatever it is i think we all have moments like that it it was he was the he was the bully before school bullying got like not cool at all because of all the terrible things that would happen because of this this was he'd stuff you in the locker he'd tease you about your haircut you know you're right he'd give you a noogie he'd give you a wedgie all that stuff that in retrospect seems fairly harmless because of what it turned into you can't even have a high school bully anymore it's a very different movie yeah nerd right yeah he'd, he'd call you a stupid name like a dweeb. and then he'd beat you up at the karate tournament yeah four eyes I, i've never understood that i grew up in la i never knew there was like this underground karate culture that you were the biggest baddest guy because you won the local karate tournament I never well, got you to, were never invited. That's probably I, I, why. Maybe it's because I don't do karate. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Happy birthday to Snoop, who turns 52 years old today. Uh, also, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, uh, 44 years old today. Big fan. And he also has a, you know, his wife is Emily Blunt, too, which is yeah. really sweet, sweet. So it's kind of funny. So about Emily Blunt, her sister married Stanley Tucci. And okay. Stanley Tucci and Emily knew each other from Devil Wears Prada. Right. So it all comes back to Devil Wears Prada and John Krasinski. But uh, I I love John Krasinski. He's one of my faves. Emily Blunt was great in Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. She was really. I was the movie where they had to be quiet. Where they uh, together. Quiet Place. Quiet Place. That was a. She was yeah. terrific in that. I don't Mary know Poppins. I didn't see. Didn't catch that one. Uh, you ever seen Mary Poppins? Uh, yeah. The original with Julie Andrews. Yeah, but she's, not, she's really good. Not Emily it. Blunt. Yeah, she yeah. she nailed it. And I think she's in better Jungle than Cruise? Julie Andrews. Yeah, I don't know, but you can say that. But <laughs> right. it's like saying, you know, Daniel Craig nailed Bond. He's okay. not better than Sean Connery, but All he right. nailed it. That works know? for yeah. me. What else am I missing, Em? Uh, there's, She's there's, got movies with uh, The Rock, She's right? She's Oppenheimer. You saw her in oh, Oppenheimer. Oh, she was in Oppenheimer. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was kind of a bummer in Oppenheimer. Yeah, I think that they, Christopher Nolan does not do the best writing of women okay. of all time, so maybe that's why. Working as a bartender or a waitress in a restaurant when her cell phone rang to tell her she got Devil's Wear, Devil Wears Prada. You like that movie too, don't you? Love it. Yeah, me yeah, too. It just completely nailed it. Yeah, completely nailed it. She was not a working actress. She was a struggling actress. She was a wannabe point. actress, and that was her big break. How about that? Hey, we're going to put you in a movie with Meryl Streep. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> and got nominated Jeez. for Oscars. It was just like a, supposed to be like a little rom-com. It got nominated for two Oscars. It's a good movie. 
Yeah. Like it's just whether it's a rom it's just it's it's super rewatchable too. Well, and I know some people that know Anna Wintour. Okay. And they say it's very accurate. Oh really? Yeah, Meryl Streep's performance. That, that and I Anna see. Wintour is in charge of Vogue? Yes. Yes. She's in charge of Vogue and she runs the Met Gala. Okay. And I know someone who knows her and said that Meryl Streep completely nailed it. Oh, yeah, I know who that is that knows her. Yes, you yes, do. I do. I have many follow-up <laughs> questions once the red lights are on. Okay. Hey, so did you do uh, One Stomach Flew Away from My Goal Weight? Yeah, that's that's Emily that's Blunt's best from line Blunt. from... Uh, did you I know that Emily Blunt right. was like a waitress and she wanted to be an actress but couldn't get any gigs and got a phone call when she was at work and she had to walk outside so she could hear it and they yep. go, you got the part. Wow. And then she was off and running. Yep. And, and, Emily, you probably know this. She goes to do Devil Wears Prada. She meets... John Krasinski. Krasinski. And Stanley Tucci is in that movie. And Stanley Tucci married her sister. That's what she just said. Yeah. Right yeah. before you put your headphones oh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's another little wrinkle on that. So my first job out of college was a production assistant on a movie called Monkey Shines in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. My job was to be a driver. Okay. I drove Stanley Tucci. No way. Yeah. Yes. Nicest okay. guy in the world. I'm bringing it all around here. I'm going to turn this this way for you guys. Does Sliwa not look exactly like Stanley he Tucci? He does have a Tucci I have a friend. I have a friend who looks a little like him, <laughs> like too. Very, that's, yeah, that's yeah. not a bad, that's not a bad like, guy to look like. No, the this guy's an, a Hollywood actor. Yeah. Right? That's a good uh, Sliwa, that's, that's a, a good, good comp like. right there, man. Yeah, Trav's uh, thrown that out a couple times. I oh, get yeah. Jeb Bush. He gets Stanley <laughs> Tucci. <laughs> Low energy, Low energy. Low energy. That's the problem. Trap. I don't want the Joe Bush much like those like nobody stick, and don't everybody. They? Yeah, Trump. Whatever, if Trump hits you with <laughs> one, you're gonna stay. stay. Yeah, that's one thing. He's he's good at that. You know what we should do right now? Huh? Super crosstalk. Yeah. So I don't know how much of the show you guys got to hear today, but Billboard magazine yes came out with the top 500 pop songs of all time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've got, I've got several problems with this. Okay, list, I haven't right? heard Go any ahead. of this. Yeah, but we no. we okay. played 440 of them. Oh, did you really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're going to do the last six. We got a few. Let, let me just Emily, start with Emily's this. DJing today. You apparently. may have heard this. Did, okay. did, do you know how many Taylor Swift songs made the top 500? I do. Uh, top, top, 100, top 100. Oh, top 100. I'm uh, sorry. 25. <laughs> You're a little high. It's Am a li- I high? It's a little high. You're high by 24. I mean, I, <laughs> like I'm getting dragged to the concert the concert movie again tonight for a second time. Again? It seems wow. like a lot of those songs are Now, wait a minute. You big. already saw it once. Who did you see it with the first time? Saw it with one the first time on opening night. Now, it's one and all of his friends are gone, and they're, it's themed a Taylor Swift dance party. I'm like, I am not dancing. I will. Are you wearing bracelets? I Be will, honest. No, I will get baked and sit in that chair and watch the concert, but I'm not getting up and dancing. Why don't you just bring Emily? She'll have more fun than you. Damn, you'd have a blast. Emmy, have you seen it yet? I'm seeing it tomorrow. Okay. Okay, so uh, if if 25 is the wrong answer, I'll say nine. One. What? One. One. Is it Shake It Off? It, Emily, it's you belong with me. You belong. Oh come on, shake it off. Uh, <laughs> blank spaces. He's as mad as you are. Yeah, Emily. I mean, there are <laughs> 500 Style? songs. Yeah. Uh, what is number? I uh, well. You want to take? Okay. Think artists. Think. Well, keep in mind the. I'll give you a couple of hints. Keep in mind the people voting are all older. Older. All right. But so. roughly our age. Okay. You, you heard this music when you were a young adult. Okay. 80s. 80s. All right. Mega star, like like, yep. huge star, no longer alive. 
Whitney. Right? Yes. Yeah. What's the song? Oh, could be two. There are two of them. It could be. I am going to go with I Want to Dance with Somebody. Boom. That's yeah, it. This this is such no a problem. great song. It's a great song. Okay. So so one night we were in, <laughs> this is, sounds weird, but we were in El Salvador, uh, me and Juan, at a yoga retreat. And there was a big bonfire, and it was New Year's Eve. So everybody's like standing around and a little stone. Everybody's on a little something, booze, weed, whatever. And uh, nobody goes to the fire. All of a sudden, the DJ puts on I Want to Dance with Somebody. Everybody right to that fire and immediately dancing around the fire. It's just such a great. It is. And I love the video, too, because Whitney cannot dance. God bless her, but she tries. And it's mostly her just... And on an ISO camera shot, trying to dance. Trying to dance. It's, it's a like, very awkward video. It is. With but big it's a 80s nice hair. Big, dangly earrings, the whole thing. So, what else made the. Uh, the so, John, list? what were your problems with the list? Where is Prince? Yeah, where's Prince? He was not in the top not 10, top which 10. I was surprised Kiss by. Kiss is in the top 15, I believe. Uh, Kiss is the greatest Kiss pop is, song of all time. It should phenomenal. be top three. It's not. It's not. There's only one Michael Jackson song in the top 10. Billie Jean. Billie Jean is the yep, right yeah. answer, and it was six. All right. Yeah. The other one, where's Hotel California? Eagles? Yeah. Is it's that a pop? little slower. Yeah, it's not rock. It's slow. Yeah, it's, but is but is it? I don't know. It depends it's, on how you. I mean, best of, best of my love's not rock. Best of my love's pop. All right, that's so, a huge hit for them. The One me, of these nights is pop. Right, right. Yeah, it's all kind Where of. Where the Eagles? Well, there's some rock in there because like yeah. Nirvana is on yeah, the list. Sure. That's yeah, not yeah, pop. So that's rock. There. Carly Rae Jepsen's "Call Me Maybe." Want to take a like? Give me just a rough part of the checklist where you think that might land that uh, that's a list. that's a top 20 pop song all time okay. that, that that song was a mega hit i'd, I'd say it's 15 yeah I'd, I'd say it's in the top two i'd say it's 20 it was eight eight no problem with that it, you really no problem with it like yeah. we were thinking of because emily to your point there is that genre and, look at music. all the different ages we are and we all could sing part of that song that's Call how big of a hit maybe. it was but aren't the, isn't a Taylor Swift song or a Katy Perry song better in that? Because well, where's Teenage Dream? Where's it's thirty eight. Thirty eight. I would have put that higher. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. relative to that or other her contemporaries, this feels way overinflated. So we've been playing throughout the show a game in which I play a song mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get say it set an over under. Yep. And you say over under where it is in the list. Okay. Okay. Got it. So we're gonna start. Can with- you start with Genuine My Pony? <laughs> 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 we're gonna start with Yesterday by the Beatles. All right, so I'm going to set the over-under at 150. Do you oh, think it's way closer under. to one? Way I, I, to four, I, this is a top 50 pop song. Okay. I will I will take the under also on this. I'm going to go under, but not by much. Because, again, when I think pop, like upbeat, this is a little more melancholy. Right. This is a sadder song. So I'm going to say barely under. Al? I think Emily's setting us up. I'm yeah, going to go over. Yeah, she is setting us up. It is at 95. Oh, okay. Where's right. Long and Winding Road? I do not. Don't know. ask her questions Have like this. Have you not okay. committed this list to memory? Uh, apparently, the, the site is a little buggy. Oh, that what? She's, hey, she's not hey, able to Hey, Jude, around. not there. It probably is. Um, all right, so the next one I'm going to play is. Oh. It's a all right, song. so I'm setting the over-under. Belinda under, Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Over-under on this one fan. at 350. So is it clo- uh, closer to 500 or closer to one than 350? Uh, I'll say it's over. I'll take the over. Yeah, I'll take over also. If it were the Travis Rogers list, it'd be top 10, but it's not, so I'll go over. Al? I'll go under. 
It is at 400. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Belinda's, that uh, seems about right. Hey, yeah. um, I mean, again, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this, <laughs> but sorry. how much Adele is in there? Um, There's a good amount of Adele. I think, I, I don't know off the top okay. of my head, but I think there's at least three. Give them the rest of the top 10. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the rest okay, of the top 10. Okay. This is good. Uh, in the meantime, when I get the top 10, I'm going to play an Adele song and you're going to guess that one. Okay. All right. Fire. All right. So is that? Uh, See, for me, this is top twenty-five. But what's your number? Well, so twenty-five. Do you okay. think it's over or under twenty-five? Under twenty-five. Okay. Over. All right. I'll go under. It is at thirty. So mm. it is bad over. ranking. But, <laughs> but that's now. Now the rest of the top ten. I'm trying to think of because I think of pop as being. Like I, I'm sure there are like Beatles songs. There are pop Beatles songs. Yes. Uh, there are pop. Like you, you're not going back to like All right, so Elvis I have and right stuff now. like that. You, you're already. going no. back a little further than you might think, though. There's a couple in there that are not pre 1970, for instance. Okay. 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 Yeah. So ten is "I Want to Hold Your Hand." Is that the highest ranked Beatles song? That is the highest. Uh, that's their, that was one of their biggest. Nobody hits. repeats in the top See, and, ten. And by okay. the way, and that's yeah. a very poppy Beatles yes. song. Yeah. All right. What's nine? Nine is "California Love" by Tupac and Dre. I would okay. have that in my top five. Yeah, that's a great. I song. Don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Eight. Carly Rae Jepsen. We already, we already discussed okay, her. Okay. Seven, Billie Jean, M- Michael Jackson. Yep. Okay, I'm okay Number with that. six, Like a Prayer, Madonna. Uh, Good one. Oh, that's a great one. I got sued over that one. <laughs> Go, okay, put a pin awesome. in that. Okay. Why? Okay, so uh, I, was, uh, I was a program director in Toledo, Ohio, and I knew a guy in Detroit. I knew a guy in Detroit, and they were going to premiere the video for Like a Prayer after the Cosby show on NBC on a Thursday night. So I got a hold of this from this guy in Detroit who is in a business, an advanced copy of Like a Prayer. So I put it on the radio on a Friday, and I played it, and and we turned the fax machine off, and we played it at the top of every hour for an entire weekend because we had it and no other station in the country did. We got sued. That Monday, we got sued by Did you just a cease and desist or for money? Cease and desist. Cease and desist. So it was worth it. It was totally worth (laughs) it. Completely worth it. On on MTV, they talked about Madonna suing radio station. It was like, wow. We we used to try, in the early days of Mason and Ireland, we used to get sued for cease and desist all the time. Do you remember we were playing, this is how long ago this was. We were playing the Seattle Supersonics in the playoffs. Yeah. And we got in giant inflatable Godzilla. It was right around the time when Godzilla movies were happening. Sure. And we put a Shaq jersey on it and put it right next to Key Arena, like a 40-foot tall <laughs> thing. And, and we got a cease and desist. And when we made a huge bit out of it. It was really funny. I have, I've I've only been a part of one show that got sued, and we lost, so I'm not going to talk about yeah, it no, right now. Best yeah, no. If you lost <laughs> yeah. or signed a it's, non-disclosure it, agreement, it's, it's a, best not I'll to speak I'll tell you guys it. in a second. It, okay. was, uh, it was a lot. Right, What's so next, Dan? Top five is going to be Since You've Been Gone. Is it five? Great like pop yep. song. Yep. Great yep. pop song. No and problem a, And a big song. You know what I mean? It's a big one that makes you feel Feel good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Number four is I Want It That Way. By okay. The Backstreet Boys. Okay. Good song, but right there is I would take that and put it where California Love is and put California Love. Flip those in, two. In, so slick. Yeah. What'd you say? What'd you California say? California Love, Love was nine? nine. Yeah. Make make I want it that way nine. Make California Love four. And I may move California Love up even more when you tell me the top three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, let's see. Three. The Temptations. My girl. That's what I'm saying. You got to go back my a little. Girl. That is a that is a it's killer a great, song. It's a great song. Yeah. It's a great yeah. song. Yeah. I put California it, Love ahead of that. Do though. you think okay. of it as a pop song though? Yeah. Okay. Any Motown's pop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's number, number two? Abba. Dancing Queen. All right, big hit. My mom loves ABBA. Big Everybody's hit. Again, like right ABBA. now, I got California Love at two. 
Okay. I, I, I'm putting all I'm putting all these behind it. And then Whitney's one. Uh, no, Whitney's I have won. no problem with Whitney being one. No, Whitney the California is Love is. It, it, I mean, once you play that song, you want to play it every day. John, oh, yeah. I did and, not know your love for that song. What? Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. You know what? You know what got song. me hooked on it was Kenley Jansen used it as his walk-up walk song. Walk-up song. Yeah. 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 For walk the up song. Uh, I cannot find Rihanna right now because my computer is freaking out. Because you know she's got more top yeah. ten singles than any female artist in history. Yeah, I've got true. I've got it open, but it it doesn't. It's not in list form, so you have to scroll through. It's buggy, and you've got everything. I like Madonna. Like a prayer is a is a good top ten song. Billy, the you only one in the top the, ten. I think the best Madonna single, and I like like a. I think Vogue is an unbelievable single. That's yeah. a great. What record. about Like a Virgin? Like a Virgin is a great record. I like Vogue. Okay. Yeah. I have one more game I want to play with you guys about okay. these songs. Okay. So, uh, Jorge, can you play Mariah Carey? All right. <laughs> Christmas. So this song? song, I'm setting the over under at a hundred. You think it's under. over or under? under? Under. It goes number one every year. Under. I'll go under. Over. Okay. It's under. It's at 97. There you oh. go. So just barely. We're lot. almost to Mariah Carey's season. Right you know after what she Halloween, did? Oh, she peeks over. her head out and then she's everywhere. This is the only Christmas song that's ubiquitous that's been made since 1950. It's true. Right? Like everything. This is the white no Christmas Fleetwood for a generation. No Mac in the top 10. That's, yeah, that's the highest weird is to dreams. me. Who are you kicking out? Uh, oh, there's, there's a few I would kick out. Yeah? Well, I, I, I would put... I would put Fleetwood Mac ahead of the Backstreet Boys. Okay. Yeah, Backstreet Boys, I have no problem taking them out. It's a good song. I'm not trying to rip hey, the Backstreet Boys. In? Can I sneak but... in 500? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's 500. Macarena? Is it 500? Yeah. Macarena's 500. Yeah, it's 500 on the dot. It's a, it was a phenomenon. It, I know. It deserves to be I thought you were doing the dance, John. I thought you were getting ready to do it. <laughs> I, could, I, I, I might have been able to do it way back then. I, could, I don't think I could do it now. Speaking of. Sorry, I don't know if you're listening yesterday. And what were we talking about? We're talking, oh, Mark Davis. You see where the Aces won the WNBA. Yes. Yep. And he was dancing. Right. And somebody, the, it was a factor cap that Emily said, you're a better dancer, me, mm-hmm. uh, a better dancer. I said, I'm not a better dancer than anybody except maybe you. Okay. So this, this happened on the air once. Mason challenged me to dance live on TV. Offer me, you know, Mason always offers me, right. I'll give you $100 if you dance live on the Laker pregame show. <laughs> okay. And I did it. But I don't know where the video is. We I made there is some video. I, had, I did I it live on Spectrum. It was like you danced around the lake. No, there girls, were people. Right? Da- no, there were there was a dance. T- it was in San Antonio, oh, and there's yeah. a dance team on the floor. And I just got in. You the got in the line. line. Yeah, yeah I'll, look, I'll look for it. It's great. I'm sure it's out there. It's great. Video. We have it. We played it at the Mandy's. I have. We have. Oh, it. did we? Yeah. Okay, we'll good. Post it. Yeah, post that. I can't dance at all. Really? I, at all. Not one single. See, I'm known part of as a very you. fine dancer. Are you a better dancer than Bergman? No. He can really I don't move. think anybody at the station's a better dancer than Bergman. Bergman's no. a good dancer. He's Bergman. a very good dancer. I mean, I saw the video right, from Trav, the post-softball game. Oh, you're way better than me. I couldn't do that. I just got in the line and just tried to copy the girls. <laughs> Trav, you're better than Mark Davis. Stop, stop. Uh, no, I don't think so. Boy, I'll that. tell you, you're better than John Ireland. What'd you spend the 100 bucks on, John? <laughs> Oh, I probably went to a casino and lost yeah, it in 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very funny. I just saw you at the Clay Thompson thing. I'm like, maybe I could do it that much. Better. Yeah, I wasn't that's invited to the Clay Thompson thing. I, I have a, I, well, I have no. Not that I, I'm so I brought it up again. <laughs> I, I'm somewhat unembarrassable, so it yeah. doesn't matter. I That's why I'm a good wedding dancer, because yeah. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Get a couple and drinks at that you. point, it's like, who gives a damn? Yeah. We're going to let it go. But like right now, not a chance. Not no. going to happen at all. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out. That's what a hamburger's all about. Go Rams. We'll see you tomorrow. Or see you Monday. Have a good weekend.